This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, Karen would like to talk to eBay's manager. I don't like swallowing coffee. Scrambled bean eggs with a side of gas. At two, Disney Plus. Wearing diced tomatoes pants. KFC Slater. Who wouldn't want to punch Logan Paul in the face? YouTube burning sensation. Whopper-based roguelike. We blocked the Kong and the Max 1. There's a country named Beef? It's a dick-dick situation. All... (laughs) (laughs) It's a situation. I did the exact same thing earlier. That's hilarious. All the lemons, all the squeezy. A non-fatal decapitation with jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hello, I'm Bill Gates, chairman of Microsoft. In this video, you're going to see the future. We predicted this a long time ago, and now it's the future. Let's take a look. You're in control again. The morning stream. It's called pain. Get used to it. Welcome to the Moan and Scream. It's the Morning Stream, TMS, for December 8th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm here with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. All of these things are true. Uh, verification once again. We false. have yes. done exactly what we two factor to do. verification. Uh, one, two, uh, verified. Yep. And if we if it still doesn't work, you can get a code sent to your phone. If that doesn't work, <laughs> exactly. you can do an email again. And if that doesn't work, well, then maybe reset your password, but never, never give your password to anyone you don't trust. Don't do it. Don't do it. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. All right. <laughs> PSA complete. Yeah, we've done it. All right. I got a, uh, I'm happy to be here, by the way. We got a Tuesday. So, you know, all the stuff that that brings and uh, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. get to it all here in a minute. I uh, would like to welcome a whole bunch of people to the, to the uh, chat room today. In particular, a couple of people are having birthdays. So I thought... Uh, in in our graciousness, you know, here at the show, we should probably uh, do a new tradition, which is, you know, whenever we know about a birthday, even if it's just generally know about it, we play a little bit of a song for them. And uh, now I just got to find it. Did I lose it already? <laughs> I got to pull it out and use it. <laughs> hold on. Here it, here it comes. Uh, hold on. Nope. Okay. I can't find it. Okay. Well, on that note, Scott blew it. Oh, here we go. Okay. I found it. Here it is. I found it. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Happy birthday, you guys. Oh, thank you for just giving us one verse. <laughs> no, he does the whole stanza if you want it. I can play the entire oh, no, thing. No, oh. no need. No okay. Need. So you're saying you do want to hear it then? You're saying play I don't it? need to. He's, this guy is discovering notes that uh, have not even been discovered yet. Yeah. Like this, this guy is finding notes that. that uh, Mariah Carey hasn't even found. He's cashing notes your car can't cash or whatever. Right. He's writing your checks your gun and your TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really something. I do follow him, and every once in a while, I'll put up something like, you know, hello from Adele. You don't want to hear oh, it. Man. Your dogs will die. Hello. Yeah, yeah. It, from it, it, the other side. I guess I did. I did uh, Lionel Richie. Uh, yeah. Immediately, I go to the Lionel Richie hello. Well, we grew up in the 80s. What do you expect? 
<laughs> uh, all right. Well, now that it's out of the way, a big happy birthday yes. to those in the chat room and yeah. at home. If you're, if you're uh, having awesome. a, if you're a December baby and you got to share your time with Christmas, kind of a bummer, but you know, whatever. One of those birthday people might have a request coming to them <gasps> later on in the show. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, yes. Check this out. I got an eBay story for you. All right. Mm-hmm. Brian, Brian, remember, remember eBay. Remember that? I totally remember, dude. I've got stuff on eBay right now. Mm, what are you I'm, selling? Uh, Just curious. And you don't have to say if you don't well, want it. But so you know, I'm doing uh, uh, doing these laptops, right? Refurbishing these laptops. Yeah. Got a few of them. They're not going to notice are gone. So I'm just going to put them up on eBay. And... <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally not doing that. Uh, actually. I am, I am, but they know about it. They oh, asked me to put aware. a few of on eBay. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Like, yeah, the ones that uh, are older than two years that won't get redeployed are going onto eBay. So, oh, um, okay. Yeah, that's their that's their I'm, limit. Is a two year limit? That's their limit for redeployment. And basically, you know, I'm looking at these 2018 laptops that are that are going like in in 22 days are going to be out of contention for deployment i'm like god these things are great i mean they're like they're macbook pros with uh decent ram decent storage they've got the touch bar little touch thing at the top which the more i use the more i like and uh we'll start in what um, 2017 do i have that right 2017 maybe even end of 2016 no i think it is 2017 something like that yeah they're pretty still, yeah, so I, still fairly recent you know not too exactly old. Oh. so it's like yeah i mean you know that's oh good. that's let's why i remember result. that because uh uh tom at nerdtacular 2017 brought his mm-hmm. and they were brand mm. new that year and he installed it okay. while on stage remember that he, he uh or not no what did he do he did something to it while we were there like formatted it or didn't i can't remember he did some weird tech experiment while we were all doing stage stuff and he was up there like formatting his drive or something weird he was but was it the touch bar uh, Mac, did he have the touch bar? I thought uh, Switchy did. Twitchy says 2016, and it's funny because I have to enter these things into a into a database as I'm cleaning them off and you know marking off the ref- like the the tests and how they passed and scores and all that sort of thing. And um, uh, I'm constantly typing in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. You'd think I'd know off the top of my head. Oh yeah, no, that's the uh, that's the MacBook Pro late 2017 model that's got 3.1 gigahertz with an i5 processor. And well, the problem is it's all <laughs> it's all bleeding together because you got so many of them. So you know, yeah, it's just MacBook all the time. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, let me tell you let me tell you about what happened. Tell bad me your, on eBay. your eBay experience. Yeah, yeah, I really hope this doesn't happen to you. So here's what happens. Uh, this is a dumb little thing too because I think it was a total transaction of maybe eight bucks total, which was part you know sh- four bucks was shipping. So $3 something for the actual item. I sold a copy of Skate 3, uh, EA uh, (laughs) Electronic Arts Skate 3 for the uh, Xbox 360. So this game's, I think, 09, 08, something like that. I don't remember when it came out. Maybe maybe 2010. Um, It's pretty, you know, it's old. And uh, mm-hmm. but it's a beloved. People love Skate Three. Skate Three is a very popular thing. They're finally making a Skate Four. People are jazzed about it. Blah blah blah. So I got all these old games here. Some of which I've been given. Some of which I don't know how long I've had. Some I've never opened because they were gifts or they were uh, sure. prizes, and they just sat there with the shrink wrap on them. Already owned it, whatever. <laughs> and so I went and did. Sounds it. like me. Yeah. yeah except it, I bought them and left. Yeah. The shrink except wrap you on. bought them and intended to play them, and then. <laughs> They never played them, exactly. yes. but these are stacking up and it was getting to be kind of dumb. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to just 
get these on eBay. And I know there's some services you can use that are like specific to media like this, and I probably should have used that, but whatever. I just like I was also selling some other stuff like an ancient Wacom I've had forever that I can't use anymore. Some other stuff, and I was just clearing some things out. Um, totally. Yep. So anyway, I listed like 20 games, and they're all physical. They're all discs, various games and types and stuff. Uh, anyway, one of them is Skate Three, so it sells for 350 uh -huh. plus four bucks, okay. whatever it was for shipping. <laughs> for shipping, yeah. Uh, super cheap, whatever. I don't care. Just trying to move stuff out and give somebody some value for it, and not just throw it away or you know whatever. So I did that, and. It, when I sent it, I made sure to take really good pictures. So I took a picture of the outside, which is pristine. Inside, mm -hmm. disc is 100% scratch-free. The case, 100% clean. Got the manual in there. Still has like a little coupon code for some EA thing. Like all of it is pristine. As wow. if it was wow. just that's, open. All right. And that's smart of you. So that was like post post uh, sale. You took pictures of it as you were packaging it up kind of thing. I did both for the listing and for yeah. post-sale while I was packaging That's it up. Because, you know, you never that know. That is absolutely brilliant. But yeah. for only three bucks, it was like so much work, but I still did it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I did all this and posted it online. This person bought it, and I'm like, sweet. New home for this game. Maybe some kid's going to get it. This is great. So let's <laughs> yeah. send it out. Yeah. I ship it out along with the 20 other games that sold, and they all got to their destinations. I see delivered notices on everything. And then I get this horrendous email. <laughs> from oh, the God. Skate 3 okay. customer saying this was listed as new, which it wasn't by the way it's listed as like new because it would be dishonest to say it was new because I had opened it and played sure. it but it was sure. pristine and like new so I listed it as like new, she read the word new and ignored the like and just said it was new <laughs> Okay. and she was basically, the email was written as if I was Walmart or something Okay. Uh -huh. not just dumb guy in his basement but a full right. on, like right. some kind of big retail oh, corporation with many copies of this game in the back to replace the one that that was wrong or whatever anyway she leaves this big old nasty review uh without checking with me first hadn't hadn't pinged me first but just this mean feedback and then a whole bunch of photos and the photos oh no that came in the that came in the the message later so she messaged me right after she left the horrible feedback Oh, good. So she left feedback, horrible feedback first, then reached then out to you. Then contacted me, yeah. To see if you could make it good. Okay, the perfect nice. order to Hold do on. this in. Yes. Some lady uh, in Arizona. She sends this sends this over to me, and in there, there's four or five photos. And I don't know what happened, but mm -hmm. that disc, the case, one, like, uh, okay, so if you're looking at it like a portrait view of the case, mm -hmm. the if you kind of draw a line from the outer right side and then cut down to the other corner of the left side... That whole okay, end looked okay. like it had been stomped on or smashed or <sighs> or something. So the disc is all banged up and won't play and is bent and cracked. The, the case itself has like shards of plastic from the smashing. And these photos are all these little shards laid out. The disc showing all the damage. Everything showing all busted up. Showing the disc on both sides. And it was, you know, that was a banged up disc. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like another, you know, some other disc or whatever. But my first thought was like, well, they could just fake this. They smash up the case, take a picture of another CD, and say, right, this sure. is it. And then, but but then I'm thinking, why would they do <laughs> for this for three dollars or eight dollars? Yeah, like why right. would they do that for that little money? Like this yeah. doesn't feel like it should be a scam. Yeah. I look at their account; they're in good standing and have done stuff forever. And when they bought other things, it's all small, little trinkety, housewarmy stuff. <laughs> so it's not like. You know, I it I, it didn't smell like scam because again, it's just too dumb to be a scam. Right, it's um, a lot of work to go through to to get eight bucks, bill eight bucks out of somebody. Yeah, so I said, 
Um, that's weird. I heard Bill Gate bucks, but I know that's not what you said. You said Bill. <laughs> Bill eight bucks, and I heard Bill Gates Milk bucks. Eight bucks, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because you you played Bill Gates. I did. He's still in your head. He was so awkward in the eighties. Anyway, <laughs> like he isn't now. What am I saying? Anyway, so, uh, so I replied and I said, "Oh man, well, just so you know, because in the email also it was like this is ridiculous. I can't believe this sort of service." Like she is again. She's talking to me as if I'm a clerk at Walmart. Right. Also, also, like, what is the most likely scenario that you um, had this smashed up copy of Skate Three smashed box that you'd been holding on to mm-hmm. just for this purpose? Mm-hmm. You um, went and found pictures online of a good-looking Skate Three, posted those on your eBay, yeah. then assem- carefully assembled everything into a shoddy, uh, like into a torn bag or torn uh, padded envelope or whatever you sent it in, <laughs> yeah, and then sent it to her. Yeah. Instead of thinking, oh, yeah, maybe this was USPS's problem and not something caused by the sender, right. the seller. Right. And she was, I mean, Jeez. she seemed convinced in the email that I was scamming her. Oh, for Pete's sake. So I said, I, I go, well, first of all, I can't control, if USPS fouled this up, they then they did. And I, I mean, there's nothing I can do about that. I didn't deliver it to your yeah. door. I mean, I literally said that. I said, I didn't deliver this to your door personally. I live in Utah. <laughs> you live in Arizona. So yeah. that was handled by a third party. You may know them as, quote unquote, the post office. So, <laughs> so she got all this stuff and I, and I said in there, um, I go, well, of course I will issue a refund and I'll do it right now. But it would be really great if you could go retract your negative review because it's the first one I've ever had. And also it's, you should be filing a complaint with USBS, not me, because mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. I did exactly what our transaction was meant to do. Anyway... Then comes the reply where she says, oh, well, now I don't know what to do. I'll have to ask my grandson how to change. So now it's like, oh, okay, I'm talking to some (laughs) old person who, you know, again, fine, great, respect to your generation, but they've never been in this situation. They don't know what this is. This is like weird to them. They don't, it's all foreign to them. It's like, oh, I went to the drugstore at the five and dime and they, and they gave me the wrong pack of freaking jelly bellies or whatever. I'd like, but you know what? Here's a th- here's a tip. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna learn to drive and only drive forward at, at 80 miles an hour, maybe you should also at that same time learn how to put it in reverse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Or don't maybe, do it. Maybe don't save. Maybe don't save the class on learning how to get how to put your car in reverse till after you smash into a wall and you need to get out of it. Exactly. And just don't do it till you talk to me. Come talk to me. Exactly. And then I'll work it oh. out with you because I know what to do and I told her how to do it. I said, well, here's what you're supposed to do. It's not hard. You just go mm-hmm. into the comment and say, delete this. It's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, well, uh, yeah. okay, I'll get Same. on that and let you know if it works for me or not. I'm so sorry. This wasn't, this all went a little too, a little too far and I didn't mean it to. And but she was kind of sort of apologizing. But mm-hmm. by the end of that thing, I was just like, well, look, here's your money. I mean, I'm not a dick. Yeah, exactly. Of course I'm going to refund it. Yeah. We need to get, our society needs to get back to the place where we, where we reach out to the person that we feel has wronged us to say, Oh, Hey, this happened, you know, probably not your fault, but here's, here's what happened. Um, instead of going right to Yelp or exactly open table or whatever. I agree. There's a, there's a really good game store over here called atomic games and they sell, 
the Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff, a lot of Warhammer stuff, a lot of, they used to be my hero clicks place when I'd go and get hero clicks and stuff like that. And um, everything you need for painting and doing little miniatures. Um, there's a pho place just a couple doors down and Tina and I were in the area. We're like, oh, well, let's go check out Atomic Games. And then after that, it'll be about dinner time. We can go and get some pho. And this was maybe a month ago. Okay. It's like, great, cool. So we drive over there. We um, uh, pop into the game store. And on the door is the sign that says, you must wear a mask to enter. No one admitted in this store without a mask. We're like, great. Okay, good. Good to see. You know, they're they're going with protocols, all that sort of thing. Right. We go in there. Um, yeah, the customers, most of them, all wearing masks. The employees have them all around their chins, ah. and they're sitting behind the you know sales counter, and they're you know bah, 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 like this. They no smile. hammer. What the heck, dude? Just a month ago, you should have had that. Just a month out. ago. Wow. And uh, so, first thing I want to do, my initial knee-jerk reaction, because Tina's like, I'm not going in there. I'm not even going. I'm not setting foot one step beyond the front door. You can go and get whatever you want, but I'm not going anywhere in there. Yeah. And my first thought was, God, this really sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, you you do this thing. You you even put on your door. No one entered without a mask. And um, my first initial thought was, yeah, I'm hopping on to Yelp. I'm going to say, these guys don't even follow mask protocols. And I'm like, you know what? No. Let's reach out to them first and say, hey, guys, if you're going to have this sign on your door, mm -hmm. then make sure you you follow it first and let your customers see that you're following it and make, you know, make everybody feel a little bit safer. Yeah, don't so. wear the, what the South Park refers to as chin diapers. They don't do anybody any good. <laughs> That's right. Even under the nose. Got to cover the nose, too. Yeah, breathe out your nose. Oh, this is good, though, because what you basically described is where me and this lady ended up, but it didn't start that mm -hmm. way. And the reason yes. it didn't start that way is people are more inclined when they're at the moment, at the moment of, of like realization that there's a problem. Like she mm -hmm. opens it and sees the shattered mess. Mm -hmm. What we're missing in society is this thing. We, I think we have been better at and could be better at. Mm -hmm. And that is take a moment, breathe through it for a second. <laughs> exactly. Think yes. about your reaction before you make it. And then go, I say this as someone who has to watch this with myself. Like, I'm not, mm -hmm. I sometimes oh, I'm, overreact. Hey, I'm, like, I'm first to admit that, like I said, I almost went right to Yelp on these on these guys. I'm like, oh, no, that's not the right way to do things. That's the way we, that's, things have gotten too easy with online blasting to say, Wendy's forgot my fries. Yeah, yeah it's just too much. And it's also <laughs> mostly. Wendy's, a, you <laughs> suck. Dave sucks. Dave no, sucks. Red Wendy sucks. Dave sucks. <laughs> Do not speak ill of the dead. Dave Thomas exactly. is dead. But yeah, like they should. You yeah. know, they should have like a. It should be the Brady Bill on Yelp, right? Like where basically you have to you make your post, but you have to wait seven days to submit it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> After you've calmed down and realized, yeah, that. you got a refractory period or whatever. Right. Exactly. For lack of a better term, <laughs> someone in the chat says Yelp still exists. Oh yeah. It's still that's still a thing. Oh yeah, still exists. And everybody uses it, like Sadly. Google and Apple Maps, and everybody uses that uh -huh. as reference points for like reviews for restaurants and stuff. And it yeah, can be used I, I for use good. It when I go to a new restaurant, I actually look at Yelp not to see if it's any good or not, but I like to see what people say. Oh my God, the garlic knots here are amazing, or the the um, sausage tortellinis, super good. That's what you should get. Right. And so I use that as kind of like, oh, okay, maybe I'll do that. So then now I'm t now I'm faced with a prospect and I'm going to do the good thing, the right thing. Mm -hmm. But if she never, she doesn't, if grandma never figures out how to retract this review, 
then there's a there's a little tempting little demon in the back of my head that says, "Go give her a bad rating around the fire." <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I know it is. It's. Uh... But I won't do it. Yes. But I won't say I'm not tempted. But I won't do it. I took some yeah, time no. to think about it. I could have gone off You're on good it last people. night. You're good people, Scott. Mm. I know. I, don't I know. know it's tempted, and it is. There's there is that feeling of like. It's a way of just getting out those frustrations easily and quickly, but promise I promise you, you won't feel good after. You'll feel uh, a little relief after you do it, but you won't feel good about it. Yeah. As good as you do about reaching out to the person saying, hey, you I'll know. Be on, I'll be on my deathbed going, someone contacted <laughs> Bertha in Nick, Arizona. I only have one regret. <laughs> it was the one star review I gave that lady on eBay. Here's my login credentials. <laughs> Please go reverse my reading. For being a twat. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I learned my lesson. She has a refund. End of story. Good. It's yeah, fine. Good. And, and good that you guys got it uh, got it resolved. I'm Hopefully she's bu- able to get that negative review. Yeah, I am bummed out that her grandson won't yeah. get to play Skate 3 because that game's great. But also, I did say in one of my letters, I said, P.S., uh, if he has an Xbox one or an xbox series s or x or anything of that nature mm-hmm. um he can get skate three and a billion other games with game pass just download them and they're there i did mm-hmm. tell her that mm-hmm. so i'm not yeah, sure she's cool. willing to spend 15 bucks a month on that but <laughs> she was barely willing to spend three on mine it so. sounds like now you sound like the guy that's like uh well, you could have this this mangled up copy of Skate Three, or for just a few bucks more per month, yeah. you could have that and all these other games. Yeah, hundreds <laughs> of them. And that, me trying to explain to her that EA Play is now included in Game Pass. This none of this is going to make any sense. So I, I didn't go much no, further than no, that. If she doesn't understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, and that old yeah, the game's worth less than fifteen. You're right. In this case, she only paid three, and she was. Yeah, my but I mean, only maybe bid. she wants. Maybe he wants Toe Jam and Earl, and uh, well, and uh, Banjo Kazooie, and uh, I know these are not games that you can play on the Xbox. <laughs> Actually, Banjo Kazooie can be played on the Xbox. Oh, Actually, can so, now? Can, okay. so can uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Now that I think about it, oh, there's okay. a whole bunch of those. But uh, Microsoft now owns Banjo Kazooie because they bought Rare Entertainment. Oh, right. So right. they own Banjo and Kazooie and Tui. Or whatever the other thing was, <laughs> and they own. Uh, and so right now, in fact, I saw it on there. I can go download the old, those old N sixty four games, yeah, and the nuts and bolts thing they made just for Microsoft for three sixty after they bought them. So yeah, I can actually go play Banjo Kazooie, which is exactly how the Mandalorian should play out if they ever make a video <laughs> game. Because I agree, you know what? That yeah. must be why I thought of it because I saw that tweet a few uh, a few days ago. I'm like, yeah, that's that's completely it. That's Don't you think? Of... Little baby Yoda being the yes. bird, basically, yes. whatever powers it has, and then freaking running around there. One hundred percent, Scott. One. You're right, Dice Tomato. Conquer. Not the old Conquer, but also Conquer sucks. All right, moving on. <laughs> that's for you, Dice. Conquer. I'm telling Dice Tomato something Conquer. sucks. Imagine that. I just told wow. Dice Tomato. Hold on, I want the world to know. I told Dice Tomato that something sucked. <laughs> Who's the master now? Yeah. How do those fit, pants fit today? Oh, I guess I'm wearing his pants. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are here to answer the big questions on the show, as always. And we got a big question from a listener. This is from... Crap. Did I not write their name down? I'm going to find this real quick because I hate it when I don't give credit. 
and I know I still have it. Uh, hold on one second while I do this. I usually write it down and make sure I cut and paste their names out. For some reason, I didn't hear. Here it is. This is from Sean. All right. Sean H. Okay. sent this in. He says, Dear Farts and Beans. <laughs> okay. Good morning, Schnoodle and Bing Bong. I don't know why I did it two different wow. names. Yeah. Where are farts and beans and schnoodle and bing bong? I think maybe what he meant was. Oh, I think subject. the subject line is farts and beans. Yeah, He's not calling us farts and beans. Yeah. <laughs> it still works somehow. I don't know. Anyway, good morning, schnoodle and bing bong. Long time listener, first time writer, inner. Uh, on today's episode of TSM, I think he meant TMS. Uh, Schnoodle asked the question, meaning me, if everybody went to Turkey and we quit our reliance on beef, meaning not the country, but the food, if we all ate Turkey a, and we quit a country our, named beef, <laughs> yeah, go to beef. Constantinople is now called beef, not Constantinople. <laughs> um, anyway, if we all went to Turkey and we quit our reliance on beef, would that have a significant impact on CO2 emissions? And he's right. I did ask that question. Like, would it matter? And he said, although not exactly the same thing, but along those lines, quote, if Americans would eat beans instead of beef, meaning like bean based meat alternatives, which are, you know, mm -hmm. soybean, that's sort of thing. The U.S. would immediately realize approximately 50 to 75 percent of its greenhouse gas reduction targets for the year 2020, according to researchers from American universities uh, for, for American universities in a new paper. So they said that that would happen. So he says the <laughs> remaining question is, would Schnoodle and Bing Bong switch to beans to save the world? Certainly there would be more flatulence. Mm, flatulence. I mean, I don't know. Like if. If you could basically make bean-based substitutes for, for everything I eat and I couldn't tell the difference, then sure, why the hell not? Yeah, same. I'm the same. Um, I've made I've made some killer uh, brownies that are black bean-based, and yeah. uh, they're amazing. Like the, the texture, the flavor, everything, you can't tell because of the cocoa and all that stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And they're like a quarter of the calories. Yeah, yeah. It's a... It's, uh... I would do that in a heartbeat. Brian's right. Mm -hmm. Get it all to taste right. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, care. texture, taste, all that stuff. But you know, you just can't make scrambled eggs that are made from beans. I don't think. You right. Know, you can't. Uh, um, well, the, so the larger question though is: Does the human do the humans start farting as much as the cows did, and then we're <laughs> yeah, back in the same that, place? Wouldn't the greenhouse gases just come from a different source now? Seems like. <laughs> but I guess ga I guess the cows just fart all day. Right. That's all they do. They sit out there and they just all day long and mm. never stop. Whereas you and I, what is it for a human? Like 11 times a day, if that, that you might get a little wind <laughs> out there? An hour for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Did I mention the scrambled eggs? <laughs> you're going to have a, an outlier like Brian occasionally. But yeah, like for the most part, I think we'd be okay. Oh, yeah. A uh, healthy addict on our stream made eggs out of tofu. wonder how that was. Ooh. Well, maybe we'll ask Justin about that. Healthy addict? The addict? She's on our, She's uh, watching us now, or they're just no, saying that healthy just addict someone just mentioned it, yeah. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she, uh, I'll ask, we'll ask Justin, because she's, uh, yeah. you know, they're married, you know. <laughs> they are a couple. Yeah. I attended that uh, that mm -hmm. nutty-ass wedding. I mean, that nutty-ass uh, simulated wedding in a Dragon Con conference room. <sighs> Dodged a bullet there. Well done. Well done. Almost got us in trouble. Good job. Uh, no, they uh, they share a bird. Those two. They have a bird. <laughs> it's always how you know you're in love if you if you share a bird. Share a bird. Everyone oh. share a bird. 
All right. Uh, that's it for all that. Now, the news. I don't watch the news. It's the news brought to you by Fred and Ken. It's a brand new one today. Check it out at fredandken.com. Well, technically, it will be. Uh, I meant to have it before the show, but it, it, it'll go up right after the show. It'll uh, it'll tickle your fancy, I think. Really? Uh, give, us a, give us a tease. All right. What's, the tease uh, is it's an eBay joke, actually. And, oh, really? Um, oh, it'll rip from today's headlines. A little bit. It's a little bit of a different <laughs> angle. Uh, it has to do with international shipping and how ridiculous it is. I'll give you a, just yeah. a brief example that inspired it. We did a giveaway the other day for a whole bunch of stuff. And part of the swag were some old Blizzard items. And one of them, uh, I basically said to everybody, hey, we can't do <clears throat> international. But that didn't stop the Canadians from entering. We're not international. We're North America, too, eh? Yeah, we're just right up here, eh? It's not a big deal, eh? Well, (laughs) it kind of is. So there's these World of Warcraft license plate covers that we had back in, like, Nerdtacular 2012, and I still had one laying around. Hmm. And um, thought, well, I'll give one of those away. That's not too expensive to ship. Might cost me three or four bucks in the States. Anyway, I went to a Canadian, and I went, ah, it's fine. It's flat. It's no big deal. It's not like it needs special shipping. We'll just, you know, put it in a flat envelope and send it. Kim gets to the post office, the cheapest, most slow boat, low bottom of the barrel price she could get to ship that to Canada. Here in the States, mm-hmm. it was like three bucks, 80 cents. Mm-hmm. Canada, $22 was as cheap yeah. as it got. Yeah. Guess what costs I, less than $22? The original <laughs> thing. Right. Could you, you know, like at this point, you could just basically order one on Amazon Marketplace in Canada and have it shipped to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So today's um, today's joke without giving it away and Fred and Can deals directly with international shipping and how Fred would deal with it if he sold something at too low of a price. So anyway, that may sound complicated. It's not. Uh, you'll want to check it out right after the show ish. Cool. Yeah. I uh, uh, send something to uh, Mashups Jamie, TMS Mashups Jamie. Uh, for his fine work, he uh, he did something that I said, oh, somebody should do X and I'll just give him a prize package. I can't remember what it was, but um, he ended up doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, I'm sending you a prize package. So what I did is I put a box on the scale. Mm-hmm. I started adding things to it until it got to the certain weight that I know the big price jump is for Canada. <laughs> and then I shipped it to him. So nice. he got like he got the most possible stuff he could possibly get in that box without it costing me more than the stuff in the box was worth. Well done. Well done. And it only took him like nine weeks to get it, right? Because that's the other problem is everything takes forever. Yes. Well, it took it took a long time for me to send it and it took a long time for him to receive it. <laughs> if we worked closer with the Canadian government, we could probably reduce prices on this. But whatever's probably. going on between yeah. us and Canada, I don't get it. It's really weird. Well, it'll be something else that uh, the new administration can work on is our is our uh, our shipping to uh, Mr. Trudeau's uh, uh, fine country. Uh, Icor says still shows last week's comic. No, that's why I said Icor. It'll go on up after the show today. Yeah. Man, Icor. Icor, where do you where, keep you, up? Yeah, you just are you not keeping notes? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All right. Let's move on to the story. Mario Lopez, you familiar with his work? <laughs> I am, yes. <laughs> he was his his fine work uh telling me what celebrities are doing from the uh from the confines of the Grove shopping center in Southern California. Yep, that's the guy. He's also uh you know, he was saved by saved the bell. Saved by the bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume he got saved. I don't know. He's moving from AC Slater to KFC Slater. There you go. Well done. Nice transition. Thank Mario you. Lopez. Thank you will play Colonel Sanders in a Kentucky Fried Chicken Lifetime original movie called A Recipe for the Seduction. Now, you might hear me say that and go, really? Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. this Friday, uh, this yeah. airs. 
on the that trailer channel. is already out. Yep. In fact, um, oh, should we play a little bit of it? I was gonna put a bit of this up. I it may get us in trouble. People are telling us to film sack it, and I don't know. Something that is parody like that is becomes you know, it's much tougher to sack than people would have uh, would realize. I agree. I'm not sure it would be our our jam, but here's the actual trailer from Lifetime. Uh, we'll okay. play it. We'll play a bit of it, and you I can tell you, I can tell you right now that Kim and I are absolutely going to be watching this. Um, cool, because she loves crap on there anyway, and I just mm-hmm. have to see what this is. You so, have to see it. Sure. Here is there is. any way to do a group watch along? Maybe I, that's I, thing. that would be amazing, right? I don't think there is. <laughs> All right, here we go. What the hell are you doing? A lifetime original mini movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. Oh my gosh. The cook? He wears. Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret. <laughs> All right. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm, obviously, I couldn't see what you were watching, but I do know that he's got like glued on Colonel Sanders' facial hair and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they've only, they haven't gone full white. It's as if he's like in his, you know, 30s right. or something. And it's just it's, a little salt and peppery down here and up top. But then, you know, but he's got that dumb, like, Colonel Sanders tie, bolo tie yeah, thing. and right. Oh, my gosh. How stupid is this? Anyway, uh, uh, it's coming soon this Friday to Lifetime. I guess, I don't know how, they, they probably have a streaming app or I don't know how people are going to get it. But we usually we usually get uh, Lifetime stuff after the fact on something else. <laughs> sure. Because there's so sure, much of it. After streaming later. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, uh, yeah. he puts his chemicals in his 11 herbs and spices that make you crave it for nightly jackass. Yeah. Well, it's a weird year for those guys. I played their weird dating simulator. Did you? Uh, game. Yeah, that was on Steam. What was that called? Oh, someone just posted JC Kelly. Date the Colonel that. or something, right? It was. Uh, uh, it's right here. Hold on. Oh, I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger licking good dating simulator. That's, That's the one. Which yes. is still uncomfortable to say that title. I don't like it. But anyway, <laughs> it's actually for what it is, what, what, like, like yeah. that kind of game. It actually succeeds at being what it needs to be. If I can. Which game? Uh, which game is worse? That KFC dating simulator or the Burger King Xbox game Sneaking, where you had to. <laughs> Like you were the king and you had to sneak around places with your dumb mask. I mean, basically, sneaking was, uh, you know, like it was like a, like a um, Splinter Cell sort of stealth game, right? And I actually, I actually really liked that. I'll be on the record as saying that that sneaking game was okay. If I had to compare the two, if you like to read a lot, Colonel mm-hmm. Sanders' finger licking good whatever adventure is for you. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want. And you like dating and like just dumb relationship stuff in video games, then that game is for you. If you want to play like a legitimately decent stealth game, Sneak King's not bad. It's all right. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's a chick- is it a chicken roguelike, basically? Uh, no, I'd say it's more <laughs> like... Chicken based. I mean, I guess, no, it's a Whopper-based roguelike. Yeah, a Whopper... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, it's a good way of putting it. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, it wasn't... That's the weird thing about this KFC stuff where they do these promotions. It's always not half bad, yeah. which I can't quite figure out. And in the Burger King case, that game wasn't that bad. Like, it could have been so yeah, much worse. They have, they have a good marketing team for some of these places that really know not not just how to create something that's like, oh, okay, that's really goofy and silly. But it's like, wow, okay, that is 
on the surface, goofy and silly, but there's actually something to it. It's not just a publicity stunt piece of garbage with nothing behind it. Mm-hmm. There's something actually behind it that's that's yeah. entertaining. Yeah, and somehow and this, they that's... and this KFC lifetime. Yeah. Movie. yeah, and that game I just mentioned has like very positive reviews. What do you on say Steam? we go back to your place and double down? <laughs> <laughs> They still need the double down. Is that a thing I can I get? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. I hope so because it keeps it. I like it that it would be re- always relevant to make fun of the. Yes, down, you know? it is exactly. I know it's like you always want to be able to make fun of the McRib. Yeah, <laughs> never, never not do it. Oh, there it is. A double down sandwich available still. All right, still a thing. Okay, there you go. Two pieces Ooh. of chicken with food on, inside of them. Oh my lord. Um. All right. Anyway, oh, here's the fun thing. While the plot is yet to be released, the film's poster promises finger-licking intrigue. We all have our secrets. His just happens to be a recipe for a seduction. Oh, yeah. Yes. First franchise location opened in 1952 in Salt Lake City, Utah. Bing, oh, bing, really? Bing, bing. Wow, cool. Utah connection. Oh. So not Kentucky. Nope. That's a crazy it all started as Harmon's Chicken or whatever the crap it was, or he worked there. Well, I don't know what the deal was, but then he opened a KFC, like an actual Kentucky Fried Chicken, in Salt Lake, and I've been to that location, and it is old. Hmm. 52. That's like learning that the first McDonald's was not in Scotland, That's right. but actually in, uh, what was it, Ohio? Yeah, right? Isn't yeah, that weird? Yeah. It's like weird. finding out uh, fortune cookies were <laughs> fortune cookies were made in California or something like that. Right, exactly. But yeah. there's no actual royalty behind Burger King. It's a made-up monarchy. Yeah, they never meant that was never the the queen never <laughs> dubbed it the official anything. It's never anything. Right. There's some a-hole. Where, so Stoic School. Where's uh, oh in Illinois? Illinois, not Ohio. That's oh, right. I get those mixed up too. It's fine. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, there's that story. Hey, a follow-up on a story we did last week about Netflix's Tiger King, Joe Exotic guy, reaching out to Trump for a uh, for a pardon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now gone an extra length on that uh, front and has now reached out to Kim Kardashian for help Good. in getting Good. that pardon. Yeah. She's got some pull. Yeah, she's got. Uh, she's she's the secret path to the White House right there, Kim Kardashian. Yep. And for some reason, I have swapped the story with a different story. So I'm gonna just. <laughs> I am just going to tell you that story. Okay, since well, that's the story we've got. Yeah, because yeah, that's the headline. Now I know what I screwed up last night. Last night I went to bed going, I think I goofed up the notes. Now I know what I did. So what I did is I put the wrong headline with the wrong story. So this Netflix Joe Exotic thing basically is this. He can't get any traction by spending money at the hotel or trying to knock on Trump's door with whatever chances he has. So now he's talking to Kim Kardashian, who apparently has the president's ear on various issues and... Sees, well, he'll see if that works. He might have had a chance if Kanye would have uh, won the presidency. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. He did get like, what, 1% or something? <laughs> he did. I bet we got like, I know there was some people who did some write-in votes for Scott and Brian. Oh, I wonder what we got. On. I would love to know yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be great if we could like find out how if many? If we could find out like what percentage of votes. I mean, look. It's probably we were... like five. I would be surprised if it's five. I think it's like I know of one for sure. Yeah, it might on. be uh, the five or under. Vote away, man. Five or under. I agree. Five or under for sure. Yeah, that's my bet. Um, all right. Anyway, so that's the thing. Now I'll turn to this. This is a more important story, or it's the worst story. I don't know. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> you know Floyd Mayweather. He's a boxer. We just talked about Mike Tyson yesterday. Mm-hmm. When I got Floyd Mayweather, another professional boxer, is going to come out of his retirement 
and do an exhibition match with Logan Paul. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Logan Paul, internet I'm sensation. All right. I'm, I'm all right with this. Can can we? How much to to watch Logan Paul get a beatdown? I want him to get his ass handed to him. Um, yeah, he's okay. For those who are like, who's Logan Paul? Like that lady in Arizona that mm-hmm. did my eBay review. His middle name is Smash That Subscribe Button. <laughs> Dude got his start on on uh, Vine and became a Vine sensation. Him and his brother Jake Paul. And then they moved on to the YouTubes, and we've had him in the stories here and there because he was the one that went to Japan and saw the guy who committed suicide and filmed it, which is right. a big no-no over there, and got in trouble with YouTube and shut down a few times, and blah, 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 whatever. He's got weird hair, and I don't like the guy at all, but there's that guy. And now, yeah. apparently, he's going to fight Floyd Mayweather uh, for all the marbles. Uh, it says here, uh, it's called a super exhibition. This is against now now YouTuber. They call him YouTuber Logan Paul. The match is scheduled for February 20th, 2021. According to a post on Floyd uh, from Floyd on his Instagram page, the bout will be available per pay-per-view. I, I said that wrong. Will be available via pay-per-view, not per pay-per-view. Per pay-per-view. You ever seen <laughs> per, per paper? Per paper. Have you ever seen per pay-per-view? <laughs> you ever seen it? Look at it. Um... Uh, let's see. According to the website, uh, the first million purchases will cost twenty four ninety nine, increase to thirty nine ninety nine. That threshold, once that threshold is reached on December 29th, the price jumps to fifty nine ninety nine, and then to sixty nine ninety nine in February uh, on the eleventh itself. So then they're done with doing tickets, or I guess it stays at that price. The announcement comes one week after Paul's brother Jake Paul knocked out former NBA player Nate Robinson. I didn't even know about that one. I didn't either. That was the thing. <laughs> I guess. So he's he's thinking he's uh, hot stuff right now. He's kind of riding high on a victory against a basketball player. Yeah. Well, his brother, <laughs> but yeah. He's he's thinking, yeah, if my brother can do it, maybe I can do it against a former oh, heavyweight champion. Oh, his brother, champion. that's right. Jake Paul knocked out. Okay. So it's not even, wow, he's like really got the uh, mm-hmm. the FOMO, the stolen glory. <laughs> yeah. The brother FOMO. You know those guys yes. fight. Well, that's a great name. All right. For well, I'm not a- paying for the, I'm not paying the Twenty four ninety nine. Certainly not paying thirty nine ninety nine to watch it, but I'm going to see if MGM, if BetMGM has some money, I'm going to put some money on there. And our, uh, it seems like an easy bet. I, it kind of does. I guess you just have to ripped. bet on how many rounds, right? I mean, how old is Mayweather now? He's not that age is everything, but in boxing it kind of is. Um, mm-hmm. let's see Floyd. Oh come on, Johnson. He's uh, forty three. Okay, that's not that old. That's not that old. But that's, Jake, that's 94 in boxing years. <laughs> uh, so the other one, what's it, Logan Paul? 25, I think, is what I saw. He is 20. Where is it? He was born in 95, so he's 25. <laughs> the math has been complete. He is 25 years old. <laughs> uh, he's he's kind of ripped. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't think he's ripped but enough. But I'd still pick a... A 43-year-old who's been boxing for, you know, a, a, a professional boxer against a YouTube uh, burning sensation mm-hmm. uh, any day of the week. A YouTube burning sensation? <laughs> a YouTube burning sensation. <laughs> it's not a YouTube sensation. It's a burning sensation that just happens to be on YouTube. I'd like to license the use of that phrase in further conversations. If you don't mind. <laughs> Sounds good. That's pretty good. Um, anyway, this is gonna—they're gonna make a crap ton of money regardless of the outcome. Yes. Um, those guys look for all the irritation they provide me, all the burning irritation they give me. These guys know how to milk this cow. 
and mm-hmm. they've milked a lot of money out of this cow. They're both multimillionaires, these brothers. Yeah. And they yep. will be they will be even more so after taking their take of whatever ticket sales are for this thing. So and it will sell, dude. Twenty four ninety nine will sell. Will Those million purchases sell. will go yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. Whether we like it or not. Uh Logan Paul's fought before, by the way. Twice fought vlogger and rapper Ola JD KSI all 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 the tungi. Ola Tunji. Uh, with the first bout ending Ola in a draw. Ola <laughs> oh, look at this. This is this is helping her. Now, bat- <laughs> now batting. Ola Gide Ola Tunji. Nailed it. I'm sure you're closer than me. It says it ended in a draw the first time. The second round with her second bout with that guy, he lost. Paul did. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Merriweather has been undefeated in his career with a record 50 and 0. Oh my gosh. Is considered one of boxing's all-time greats. He retired in 2017 after defeating Conor McGregor. He took on Conor McGregor in one. Conor McGregor. There could be only one Conor McGregor. There can only be one McGregor. God, that was three years ago. I remember that fight. And that was that's, that's like crazy that that was three years ago. Yeah. Jeez. That thing, that alone generated oh, $555 million <laughs> in revenue. Five hundred and fifty. Five, wow. $550 million in revenue. He His take alone was 275 You know this thing's going to just make both these dudes because, more rich. Because he was both ever. fighter and also promoter. Like, working both sides of the uh, the desk. It's awesome. Good for him. Good lord. Alright, well, good luck to them all. May, <laughs> may Logan Paul lay lifelessly. I'll look forward to watching the, uh, the 35 second YouTube clip of uh, the beginning of the fight and the end of the fight. <laughs> Oh, see, that's the other thing. If it's one of those like one and done punch, you're done deals. Yeah, that always yeah. feels like the biggest ripoff. Like, yeah, right. I paid twenty four ninety nine for eighteen seconds of boxing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Boxing's never really been my thing anyway. Like UFC, no. I can kind of see why people like it. It's a lot more brutal. But oh, I can't do it. Yeah, it just yeah. the it's just hard I mean, to watch. Sometimes those guys just look like they want to kill each other. Yeah, they're yeah. Did you ever watch any of the uh, the MTV celebrity boxing? Mm, trying to think. Yeah, like I remember. Danny Bonaducci versus Screech, I think, was one of them. And uh, what's her name? The hurt that broke Tanya Kerrigan's Harding. leg. Yeah, Tanya Harding. I remember that. Tanya Harding versus uh, who did she fight? Was it uh, Amy? She didn't was fight the, Nancy the, Kerrigan. The Island... did she? It wasn't Nancy. No, Kerrigan. it was the it was the it was the Long Island um, um, Lolita. Uh, it was. Amy Fisher. Amy Fisher cut off the the wiener cut. No, 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 that's a different. No, one. that's uh, Bob uh, Bobbit. Um, <laughs> yeah, John Wayne Bobbit. What was her name? I'm Something getting my Bobbit. terrible late yeah. '90s, early 2000s yes, exactly. controversies mixed up, which are both stupid. Okay, Lorena yeah. Bobbit. Oh yeah, it was Screech versus Horseshack. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Horseshack, really? Yeah. Oh, but weird. who's? I thought it was Amy Fisher versus Tanya Harding. God, I want I want these. Uh, Oh, I'm thinking of Celebrity Death that Deathmatch was was the clay version of it. Yes, it was Fox that had Celebrity Boxing. Right. And the guys that made the claymation thing went on to do mm-hmm. Robot Chicken, right? Is that those guys? I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. With Seth Green and company. Yeah. I think that's right. I used to like that. I like whatever. Well, I, like I, I want to pull up a list here of all the uh, Celebrity Boxing. All right. So you had Danny Bonaducci versus uh, uh, Greg Brady. Barry Williams. Yeah. Who won that? Todd Bridges versus, oh, let's see. Uh, Bonaducci dominated the bout, knocking Williams down five times before Williams' trainer threw in the towel in round two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, Bridges versus Ice. So you had Todd Bridges versus uh, Vanilla Ice. Wow. Uh, wow. Let's see. Bridges was in control throughout nearly the entire fight, flooring Ice in rounds one and two. Uh, Tanya Harding versus Paula Jones. That's right, Paula Jones. But Jones took the bout as a late replacement for Amy Fisher, who was reluctant to fight. Oh, so I did really? amazing that I was able to pull that <laughs> scrap of garbage out of my uh, out of my head. Well, who won that? Did Tanya Harding stand victorious? Uh, Harding won the victory by TKO. She probably did it from behind and with a stick or something like that. That's right. Yeah. And then so in the second one, you had uh, Conger versus Corbett. Adarva Conger versus Olga Corbett. <laughs> Wow, really digging deep into the celebrity. Darva Conger versus Olga Corbett. That's yeah. all, that's like uh, mouth exercises. You had Dustin Diamond versus Ron Palillo, so Screech versus Horshack. You had Manute Bull versus William Refrigerator Perry. Oh, my Lord. And then Joey Buttafuoco versus Joni China Laurer. Um, Joey Buttafuoco... Uh, Took the match after Weird Al Yankovic said, no, he's not interested. He, he was first approached to fight China. So he, he didn't no. feel like it was a positive career move to fight a woman on national television. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Now, do, yeah. do, it, do it with an accordion while you're doing it. There's now you got no, it's a no-win situation. If you win, you're a dick. If you lose, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you're a wuss. <laughs> there's no, there's no win-win in that situation. You ought to bring that back, because now we live in the time of weird pseudo-celebrity mm-hmm. youtube Instagrammy people. They ought yeah, to do, like, yeah. fights with those people. Kind of like, bring it back. So who, who of our current um celebrity douche nozzles would you like to see go against each other uh kylie jenner versus that makeup guy george not george floyd uh george (laughs) makeup guy yeah chat room come on help me he's a super famous makeup dude jeffrey star not jeffrey star uh james charles that's it nothing like george james charles versus uh kylie jenner Um, okay because uh, they're both big Instagrammy things, uh, or, or okay, let's see. Let's even. I'd go like th- to see DJ Khaled fight the guy from Kitchen Nightmares that oh, spits on everybody when he talks to them. That's not bad. Okay. All right. Uh, Keep going. This is <laughs> who would we pay? Would we pay twenty four ninety nine to watch this? The answer is yes. Who else? Who else have we got? Chocolate Rain versus Oh Tazon Day. Yeah, versus- Tazon Day versus the Numa Numa guy. <laughs> Remember him? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing now. Oh, you want to do podcasters, uh, do you? All right, Leo Laporte versus. Um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, Leo Laporte versus uh, Adam Carolla. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. the right thing. And then uh, Jericho versus my funny hat. I'd like to see that. Battle <laughs> okay. Too. Is he still podcasting? Jericho? Still doing it? What's he doing? Yeah, you know well, the guy's got, got talent. He's got talent. Um, all right. How about um how about this? Scott Johnson's got quite the uh, unit. What if it was Scott Johnson versus <laughs> um Scott Johnson I, versus uh Justin Robert Young, and it's oh. coming up in just a few minutes on TMS. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Laporte versus Dvorak. Oh, I like that one a lot. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Tom Merritt would never be in the fight. He would always referee. Are you kidding? Tom's referee. Can you yeah. see Tom? I can see Tom out there reffing. Totally. Tom's the ref. He's the fair fair ref. Who's, oh, Excuse me. Brian coughed on some things. 
swallowed coffee totally wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> You'd think after 50 years I'd know how to swallow coffee. Uh-oh, next thing uh. up is some thickened liquid to help you with your swallowing problem. Brian Ibbett versus a cup of coffee. It's Coming settled in round one via TKO. Brad, Brad, oh, Scott no, John. Whoop, wrong one. Oh, I don't have one about Ibbett. I was gonna, oh, Brian Ibbotson. Here oh. it is. Here it is. Brian Ibbotson. Oh. Yeah, Brian Ibbotson, everybody. Mine, mine is clear. It's uh, uh, Brian Ibbett versus uh, Richard Cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. the rematch of, a, of the century. <laughs> That's right. Fantastic. The Thriller in Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Justin will be here. We're going to get educated, educated on what's going on in Georgia with the runoff. I, I will admit I know very little about how that system works, and I'm curious uh, what his take is and kind of uh, the pieces at play. So we're going to learn all that and avoid confrontation. Uh, after that, we'll be done. So uh, stick around. Brian's got to play a song, though. Brian, do you have a song? Yeah, I do. Got some alt rock coming to you from uh, a guy named Sage Ray. Uh, Not Sugar Ray, but Sage Ray. He's got a brand new album called Goodbye. I'm sorry, a brand new single called Goodbye Stage. This is uh, featuring Sheldon Taylor on vocals. Uh, Fresh out of high school, Sage packed his 2006 Nissan Maxima with nothing but a bag of clothes and his music equipment and made the trek from Charlotte, North Carolina to Huntington Beach, California to pursue his dream. Um, I totally love this and support it and back it up. He's now 21 years old. He's got a relatable edge and a resolute attitude towards life and love. Here's the brand new song from Sage Ray, Goodbye Stage. We'll be right back. I had a dream Be 90 minutes late Thought I'd be so sad And I hope that you're not mad Baby, we know that We're no good for each other I've had a heart change I wish I could explain This is the goodbye stage This is the goodbye stage We will saw this coming Oh, 
that We're no good for each other I've had a hard change I wish I could explain This is the goodbye stage This is the goodbye stage We will start the scum and we continue loving Talking till the sunrise talk to you about our friends at blue chew that's right the sponsored episode is from blue chew blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda active ingredients as viagra and cialis that's eh, something we could all use a little more of right now right you know what i mean you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed guys bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special code TMS, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, blue like the color blue, chew.com slash TMS. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Hi, darling. 
hurry and get ready for dinner. PTA meeting tonight. Ellen, please. I just got home. Don't rush me. Oh, it's a shit sandwich up here. Do the bees know they make honey for you? This is the morning stream. We have made it back, which means we successfully traversed music. Mm-hmm. Found ourselves facing one. Dodged around the music. Young. Dodged around the 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 careful news. We've made our way to to the uh, second half of our show. We have, and I'm gonna play this to celebrate. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Welcome with me, won't you, to the show, Mr. Justin Robert Young, our political analyst on the street. He's with us again as he is every Tuesday. Justin, good morning. A good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. Good right morning. up on that. The camera right up on you today. Oh yeah, right up on you. I like it. I got mm. a new uh I got a new lens. Technically, uh, a new camera too, but it was the same type of camera. I'll so bet we, you we're trying did. out a new lens. Do you have a so you have the Sony A seven or six or something? No, Lumix. Oh, we, Lumix. We are we are a Lumix shop here. Lumix mm. GH twos, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> as long as your eye can only see to two Lumixes. Because <laughs> I got a new lens for my A seven six rather that did a very similar thing. It's got this great kind of bokeh thing going on, but it immediately just shoved me right in the face of everybody which is fine because well and it also is uh it boy does this some bitch require a lot of light mm. uh mm. like when i normally if i were to turn off my lights you would still be able to see me i'd look not particularly well lit but now you turn off this uh these oh. face things and i am like oh, just wow. totally in darkness yeah you're like uh you're just it's, it's jury dark. after dark to do one exactly, of those uh, yeah. anonymous like i was with i knew the guy before he committed a crime <laughs> uh <clears throat> well it's good to have you here now here's the thing we got a question that that's not at all politically related we got to ask you first and that is when you uh when your lovely wife uh made uh, when Ashley made eggs out of tofu. That's right. Scrambled tofu eggs, yeah. I think. Can you, well, can tofu you... scramble, I think. Tofu oh, scramble. That's all it's called. Okay. How don't is... put the word egg in there at all. How yeah. is that? Is that good? Is it the worst thing you've ever done? Like what? I want to know what that's like. And if it's good, I may try it here because my daughter's really into tofu and I wouldn't mind trying it. But what was your take? Oh, a new definition of weird eggs for Scott is yeah. what it would be. Yeah, oh, basically. no, she would. Yeah, she would be happy to give you her uh, uh recipe there she actually used to make it a lot but yeah you can do it with like fake chorizo and stuff like that and and it's actually uh it, it's it's pretty good it really depends on let me ask you this when you have where what are your thoughts on breakfast burritos i uh, like them uh had one for breakfast this morning yeah as a matter of fact i don't i, I right. don't i'm on a i do a thing now where i don't eat until 11 and i stop eating at seven but if i did have breakfast i would have a, i would have a burrito for sure those are good okay so if you like breakfast burritos and therefore are a fan of like the like burritos. breakfast mush, like the stuff that just fills, it's like, uh, yes, yeah. it's also yeah. it's potatoes and eggs right. and green chili. And ch- right. Yeah. But really, it's a it's breakfast mush and it's wrapped <laughs> up in a thing. And that's <laughs> really what you're eating. And you can't really identify the individual pieces parts no, of it anyway. You don't, you don't know where the egg ends and the potato begins sure, or whatever. Sure. Like. So uh, uh, then you will like the tofu scramble because it is essentially just a, a entree 
called Breakfast Mush. Okay, I'm into that, I think. <laughs> um, well, sometime I'll have to squeeze that recipe out of you and, and uh, try it out. Cause oh, yeah, no, I'll have, I'll have, uh, I'll have actually send it. It's, it. it's super, super, super easy. All right, now, on that note, uh, this week we... Uh, we we move away from national politics, and we even though it's I guess connected and related to national politics, we move instead to the local uh, feverish uh, pace to uh, get some Senate seats filled in the state of Georgia. And we had to have a runoff, and I say that as if I know what that even means. And the truth is, I'm going to make a <laughs> confession right now: I don't even get what a runoff means. So, can you give us like a like a primer, an educator, a something about what is happening there, why it's happening? Is it significant? Sure. What's changed? All that. Well, let's well let's start with the stakes here. Uh, they're actually fairly remarkable. What is at stake on January fifth, with early voting starting December fourteenth, is literally control of the Senate. Uh, there are two seats, both in the state of Georgia, that are up for runoff election. We'll get to what that means in a second, but should the Democrats win both, they will control the Senate. If they win one, I think they're still one short. But uh, if they win both, then they control the Senate. So uh, that is that is what's at stake here, which is obviously gigantic, because normally we spend a year talking about whether or not somebody is going to get control of the Senate. Now, after this gigantic cataclysm of a presidential election, we get this. So uh, what is a runoff? It's a thing that only happens in certain states, and George is one of them. Okay. If one candidate does not win over 50% of the vote, they then go to a runoff. Okay. That means that in on election day, there was a fairly uh, a traditional race of two candidates. They're the same two candidates that are going to be in this runoff, uh, David Perdue and John Ossoff. And David Perdue won in any other state. He would have won, well, not any other state, but most other states. He would have won because he had more vote than John Ossoff. Okay. But he wasn't over 50%, so it goes to a runoff. The other one was kind of weird. It's what you normally call a jungle primary or election. This wasn't a, a primary per se, but that means that there's a bunch of people running and people can run from the same party in the same election. Okay. And so in that race, it was Raphael Warnock, who is the Democrat who got the most votes, but Kelly Leffler and I believe former representative Collins who are both Republicans, if you combined their total together, they would have had more than Raphael Warnock. So we now move into the runoff where, by all accounts, it looks like the Republicans historically and based on what happened on Election Day, even with Biden winning the state, should be in the lead. And yet the polling, specifically in the Senate, which has been fairly unreliable, at least this year, uh, they say that the Democrats are up. Hmm. Okay. So someone in the chat earlier, not that they would know any more than anyone else, but they said short, short of this conversation is going to be, there's no way the Democrats win either seat. Hmm. And um, obviously in a year where things are pretty heated and turnouts are at a high level and blah, 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 that may, uh, you know, uh, obviously true? everything's up yeah. in the air. So here's my question. Hmm. Did yeah. 
there, there's a lot of talk in the press uh, uh, that Trump's uh, sort of stance on the election results, which are now third count, says Biden won in that state, that he has been that, that his um, rhetoric has actively worked against these Republican incumbents keeping their seats and that there are people within the party that are super pissed at him. And then others say, well, this doesn't move the needle at all. It's just him basically doing a campaign rally for 2024 anyway, or, you know, riling up people and getting them excited about still fighting Biden's win. Do you think it does move anything for anyone to have him, you know, down there doing rallies, making a stink on Twitter about Brian Kemp and everybody being rhinos and like, does that stuff help or hurt the, the actual Republicans on the ground in the state of Georgia? Well, that's actually a really, really interesting question. And I don't think that we're going to know the answer to it until election day, but certainly at least as it stands now with early voting only f- six days away, you would not like for uh, basically what you, what the Republican party in Georgia would like is for Trump to take a close loss and now make the messaging very clear. Unless you want to hand all of the government over to the Democrats, you have to vote for these two people, whether or not they are your perfect candidates. Mm -hmm. That's like the Mm -hmm. made in a lab way that you get guys like that elected. That being said, it's a little bit more complicated than that because Mm -hmm. Donald Trump has yet to concede. He has specifically made Georgia a battleground. He has ripped their secretary of state. He has ripped the, uh, ripped the governor, Brian Kemp, who at one point was a very staunch defender. We spent a lot of time on PX three, making fun of how much of a tryhard Brian Kemp was during the, uh, uh, during his race against Stacey Abrams for governor, Uh, that being said, Trump came out on Saturday to Valdosta, Georgia, and I think walked as enthusiastic of a line as he could in the getting out the vote for his, uh, for, for the candidates in the Republican party. He brought them both out. He said that anybody who tells you not to vote is wrong and they're, and they're handing it over to the communists and blah, blah, blah. So he he rallied his base as much as he could. Now it didn't stop him from also shredding Brian Kemp from also saying that uh, uh, you know based on a a bunch of truisms uh, on Bellwether counties that he almost certainly won the election. But he did come out and rally uh, uh, rally for uh, Leffler and for Purdue and and more specifically against. Uh, Warnock and Ossoff, but but if you are a Georgia Republican, there's no doubt you'd like this thing to be a lot cleaner than it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my my general sense. Is it just feels like this is not how they want any of this to. Well, whatever. Like I, I don't know how you I don't know how you do anything normal this 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 year anyway. And <laughs> and like there's so much pressure from all these other angles and all this other stuff, and you're on the national stage in a way that you normally wouldn't be in that state. Um. Here, okay, here's my question. At the end of yeah, this, I mean, th- by the way, by the way, this never happens ever, 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 ever. Like, number, there's so few states that have these rules. There's so few uh, times where the the fate of the Senate comes down to one or like to two seats. Normally, mm-hmm. if it's two seats, that's it. You just kind of sit on it for the next two years and mm-hmm. then try your luck next time. Yeah, but uh, 
th- this is this is truly remarkable. What if it comes down to this runoff being 50-50 again? Is it then then it's then they just give it to whoever had the most votes or do they what do they do? Yeah, this is winner take all. This okay. is sudden death. This is this mm-hmm. is overtime. Whoever gets, you know, if let's say Purdue and Ossoff end with the exact same percentages that they ended on election day, then Purdue will be the senator from Georgia. Uh, and if Warnock similarly were to have more vote percentage, albeit in a two-person race with Kelly Leffler, then Warnock would be the senator. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll keep our eye on it and uh, see what happens, obviously. Uh, and we'll talk about the results of it when that's appropriate. However, I wanted to also ask you, now we're in our inter- in our entertainment section. Uh, Good. Do you yeah. have a hot take <laughs> on the HBO Max uh, now controversial move to uh, for some to take Ooh, all their stuff yeah. to streaming the same day they're putting them in theaters or otherwise streaming only and ruffling the feathers of people like Christopher Nolan, Christopher not Nolan. a fan. Yeah, he's yeah. not into Chris it. Chris Nolan loves the twisty. He uh, he was really 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 po'd, wasn't he? He, yeah. he said uh, what that people went to sleep. Um, what went, went to sleep? Oh, thinking, thinking that, that they, they worked were part for the, of the best biggest... com- yeah, no, the best right. studio, and they woke up working for the worst streaming service, <laughs> right. uh, which only only one can imagine uh, uh, what would happen in between in the in the mind of Christopher Nolan. But mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, all right. So there's some parts that I'm very sympathetic to Warner brothers and Warner media with. And then there's other parts that I actually, the more I've read about it, I've become more sympathetic to some of the uh, talent. The thing that I'm sympathetic to on the Warner media thing is that uh, they got to make this HBO max thing work. Like, Mm -hmm. and obviously this dam was about to break when it came to day and date release windows. So they basically, you know, be it, desperation or first mover advantage they made the digital centric play Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Uh, and they said you want to know what we might get damaged in terms of everybody the old power structure of hollywood but if this gamble pays off we are now a premier destination for people to put their stuff and money talks what i've become sympathetic to the talent is that when you really break it down beyond the like my work belongs in a theater. Draw the curtains. The 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 the, the silver light of the uh, uh, presidium glowing. That is the true magic of not sense. A primordial man gathered around the campfire. Have we had such a collective experience? Like uh, beyond all that histrionics. The agents are pissed that Warner didn't try to sell these movies on the open market. Mm. That even if you were only going to say like, all right, this is now open for streaming, that Warner Brothers as a studio didn't put Dune on the market, didn't Mm -hmm. put uh, 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 Suicide Squad on the market and say, all right, Apple, Netflix, Mm -hmm. like, let's Let's get let's get your numbers so even then, if Warners wanted to keep it on their service, they would at least be paying a competitive rate to uh, to any of these uh, uh, people based on other bids that came in. Yeah, but, and what, so, but why does it matter to... Okay, if, if they're doing it and putting it on their own service and now they're basically the maker and the, and the completer of their, of their content 
and that's just the way they're doing it. It doesn't change the fact that the director, the producers, the actors, uh, everybody in the effects team, everybody got paid their contract pay. Like everybody got paid or will get paid. Uh, right? Except Unless for the people that end. get paid on the back end no. or people that get paid when things get sold and people mm. that look, there's the producers there's there's a whole element of this that actually makes the process go money wise that get paid because of these deals. What HBO Max did or Warner Brothers did through HBO Max is just make the announcement and then call the agents the next day and say, all right, here's what we did. <laughs> what's it going to take to make you not hate us? Mm-hmm. Like now let's talk money. And and from the point of view of the agents and the producers, they're like, oh, no, because apparently there was Netflix had made a big money offer for uh, Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. and uh, Warner Brothers blocked it. But that set up this idea of like, wait a minute, Netflix was going to pay like $230 million for the rights to this. That's money in the pocket of the producers and anybody who's participating in the back end and stuff like that. Just right off. That's just cream right Mm -hmm. off the top. Right. Uh, Before it goes to theaters and everything else. So I think people were pissed now that it's like, wait a minute. It seems like there's like a whole new market here to sell to people. And you guys didn't even go to the market. You just put it all in your own basket and then asked us what we would like to be paid for it. Yeah, I guess I understand that. But also that sounds to me like middlemen getting removed from the equation like the Internet seems to do. You know what I mean? Like there are massively successful musical artists that never had to deal with the old system Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm not saying we want to do it all overnight, but it feels like maybe all that stuff's headed that way. Like why all these middlemen may not be so important and maybe too bad. So sad. I don't know. I like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily arguing for it because I don't understand the, I their, their argument would be that you certainly get pissed when you see your drawing show up in Teespring stores. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not like, it's as if those people that do their, their your your uh, blue shell T-shirt and randomly start selling it instead of you just filing a hey that's my art and and maybe you play whack a mole and it gets taken down or whatever they Teespring did it and then they were like hey what do we owe you for this mm-hmm. we just you know we just made this mm-hmm. decision that now this lives here mm-hmm. uh, so right. it's 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 control Apple saying hey your podcasts are now only going to be available on Apple TV have fun with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that that uh, these are imperfect analogies, but yes, the right. the larger idea is that if you are a part of a production, you have a you should have a say to maximize its value. Yeah, and I and I think so. that's what what the what the people that are pissed now, and again, they are producers and agents. So to your larger point, I don't know exactly how much people are going to be like boo hoo. I can't believe these producers and agents universally loved and 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 thought to be the most important part of movie making. Uh, uh, they are really sad, but also uh, I I do think that in the business side of this, if this if these movies are commodities, then yeah, 
that that is something that like I, I was totally on the side of like yeah whatever put it out there they're going to be more famous and they're going to be more cultural touchstones because they're they're more available to people but then the more i read about it i'm like oh okay i i get why some people are super pissed okay so there's like there's complexities here obviously that we're not thinking about and it is a massive change it is a huge sea change and it is it is a power move to say, look, our streaming, we, we're, we're throwing all in on the streaming service. Like, we really want this to take off. And if I'm honest, like, I know I'm a, I don't know if I'm an outlier. I don't know what I am, but HBO Max is my, right now in my top two streaming services. I really like it, like, a lot. And I like everything mm-hmm. on it. And I'm really jazzed for the originals. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you into? What's um, your, what's well, your jam? Tons of the HBO stuff. And I, admittedly, some of this is back catalog. Like, I am finally watching. Um, what's the sorry the Brian Cox thing? Um, oh, oh succession. succession! Oh, you're watching it? Awesome! Yeah, and I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, so good. Succession is so good. It's really succession. good. But there's also there's other backlog stuff I just haven't watched. I just wish I could yell some of the things that they yell. <laughs> I might just call you. Tom, I might just call you later today and just then just yell some of the Brian Cox's lines. Right. Oh, great. The Brian Cox lines or the Tom Tom stuff to Greg. The yeah. stuff that Tom calls. Uh, but I also yeah, just, I, I feel it's like, just like 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 not 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 since Veep. Has there been such an aggressive uh, uh, positioning on trying to think of new insults and curse words that people could use toward each other? That's funny yes. you say that because there is I'd had that vibe of there is a Veep vibe in it. Not mm-hmm. not as much in the comedy dire- direction. Obviously, it's a little more dramedy or well, drama than comedy. Because just about, I mean, not everybody. Uh, there's very few people on Veep that are likable, and there's very few people on Succession that are likable. Yeah. But yeah. you love them. Yeah. yeah, you love to hate them for sure. You love to hate them. Yeah. Um. So I'm really enjoying that, and I think their movie selection is strong as it's often been. And like, there's just a lot to like about it. And I also really liked Raised by Wolves. I know that's a mixed bag for some people, mm-hmm. but I really dug it. I gave up after episode three. Yeah. Never I never went back. And I ended yeah. up really liking it. Um, it's weird. We just started hell. watching something that I'll use for recommendals a week from tomorrow. But um, mm. uh, it's something new on HBO. Final episode just aired a couple days ago. And uh, it's got a couple of A-listers or at least some some people who were A-list in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> 90s and 2000s okay oh. as a couple there you go. That's, I, that's I, plenty I love, of plenty of giveaway right there i love that perry mason thing although again it's an oh, hbo yeah, product so it's not like you know these aren't things we would have probably gotten these with the hbo go if it was still the thing right so it, it, so i'm basically praising a little of what was old and a little bit of what was new but I, i'll admit when i heard this news i got really excited because that's how i'm gonna see these movies like I'm, mm-hmm. I, they, oh, to, me, yeah. they, to me, they answered my, my question, which is how am I going to get Dune in my life? Hopefully sooner than later. And maybe not in a theater if I can't, you know, if things aren't good enough by then or whatever, like suddenly it's like, oh yeah, well then right here on the big screen at home with the popcorn in the clean bathroom, I'm, let's do it. Yeah. I, I think that there's no doubt that the pandemic was going to bring along a world where you're going to be able to see movies at your home easier because like so many things that happened over the past 10 months, these were trends that were happening that were fast forwarded. Uh, What I think is, is the bold move is basically to eradicate that window, Mm. the, the, the window with theaters. Like there is the, the way I compared it on, I think it was night attack happy hour. Uh, in a week or two, the NBA is going to start playing basketball. 
Yeah. Now, this is very weird because they just ended their last season like a month ago. <laughs> and the reason why they're doing it is because they don't want to break their collective bargaining agreement that the uh, players have with the owners. Because if they don't play, then that means that they are going to break it and they're going to have to renegotiate a collective bargaining, bargaining agreement when the money is very low. You'd always want to renegotiate that when the money's really high. And what essentially, despite the fact that theater owners and these studios don't have collective bargaining agreements per se, they do all operate on a set of norm. Mm -hmm. They all negotiate against each other's deals, so they all look very, very similar. If Warner's is saying, oh, big ticket movies, Dune, uh, 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 Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, yeah. all this stuff is never is not going to hit theaters exclusively, then that means that the theater owners, by the time that they get the coronavirus boot off their neck, that by the time that they get the public health response boot off their neck, they now come back to renegotiate, they are at the lowest possible point because mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. there'll be actual results that come in. The best thing that the theater owners can hope is that HBO Max does not rise at all, and this is a total failure, and Warner's is now looking to... to jump back into bed with the theater owners because the money that came from HBO max was not enough to offset what would have happened in theaters. So interestingly enough, I finally watched based on Brian's recommendation. I watched Greyhound on Apple TV plus and Greyhound was a Warner brothers production that I assume was farmed out in this way, sold out mm -hmm. in this way and Apple picked it up. Mm -hmm. And so I guess what, what Nolan and others are arguing for is more of that and less of, hey, we're putting it all in our own shit, right? I mean, that's basically what this boils down to. They, I think they, if they did not go into this deal thinking that it was going to be a streaming movie, yeah, then they want the ability to at least maximize the profits on a bizarre world. Right. And so I think that's the most reasonable thing. Uh, 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 Jeremy from KC says currently the deal is for t only 2021. I would only say that that would be like describing this as a non-fatal decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Stuff like, you know, January 1st, 2022, theaters will be full. It'll yeah. be uh, well, even then. Forget again. about that. Even I think Justin's point is not so much about for, forget about coronavirus. It's more like this is the kind of this is the kind of massive move you make that you don't turn back from. Mm -hmm. Like that genie will be out of the bottle. Right. Right. No. And other other uh, studios will be deciding. Well, and that's and that's yeah. the question. The question is yeah. now. What does Universal do? Universal has their own streaming service in Peacock. Now, all of a sudden, does Peacock become the place where you watch the new Fast and the Furious movie? Mm -hmm. Obviously, Disney has Disney Plus, but mm -hmm. they have not had the subscriber problems that HBO has had. So I think they probably want to keep their powder dry with, uh, with, with, with some of the you know, let's say Marvel movies, but that's when mm -hmm. you know that the dam has totally washed into the river mm -hmm. is when black widow goes on stream mm -hmm. sure, because sure. like that. Is, and, and by the way, that's something that like is going to be an interesting question for Marvel and Disney mm -hmm. because Marvel had already set out to take a year off. Mm -hmm. This was the year they were supposed to get back to it. That yeah. means that when, if, if they hold black widow off until 
there's widespread access to theaters. So let's assume that that means California and New York. I mean, Florida and Texas are already there, but like the most populous states, Illinois, are, are allowing people into theaters at the kind of levels that you'd want for maximum box office returns. That means that there, it, it would be two and a half years likely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. between uh, uh, Endgame and the next Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. Oh, and aren't we about to get a? We're getting some kind of uh, what do you call it? They're they're doing like a announcement thing. So we're going to find out Marvel Phase oh, really? 3. Disney's, and, oh, no, they're, they're Investor Day. Oh, that's uh, what it is. They are, mm. they are going to, to, to talk about stuff. The rumor has been that they are going to lean into Marvel Television. Mm. That Marvel mm -hmm. Television will now kind of carry a little bit more of the, the narrative load. Like, the, that will be the way that we keep in touch with these Mar with the Marvel universe. And then by the time that black widow comes to theaters, it will be a big joyous return, but we will see WandaVision. Um, I assume we're going to get a date for uh winter soldier and uh Falcon. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, that that's been the rumor, but who knows? I mean, I think that, that right now we are in now that HBO max uh, you know, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, participated in that non-fatal decapitation. Uh, now th there might be some some uh, more non-fatal Caesar-esque stabbings by the rest of the studios to the theaters. Yeah, and then Christopher Nolan can say more stuff. So we look forward to that. <laughs> and then Christopher yeah, Nolan Division. will. Yeah. Yeah. One division uh, a month and a week away, January fifteenth. Okay. Is it's not that far off. Nope. Still, really yeah, which, which I which I wonder then at that point, like, do they roll how how much of a of a breathing room do they leave for Winter Soldier and Falcon? Right, yeah. right they now, roll it right into it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm really uh, excited to see all that though. And that I was supposed to be August. <laughs> oh, was it really of this year? Yeah, Falcon oh, Winter Soldier. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that had gotten delayed so much. I thought that was. Yeah. I thought we were everything. On track. Everything mm -hmm. has been has been moved and changed and uh, uh, oh, actually, I think I wound up taking the pictures. I don't know if I sent them to you, mm. but of all the um, all the movies that are like at the theater that uh, I, I I keep walking past that like basically the summer that was never oh like, right the. Uh, mm -hmm. All of all all the different stuff. I think I mentioned it last week. But, yeah, uh, we talked about it a little bit, but, but I didn't know you had pictures of it. That's great. The summer, yeah, I'll, was. yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. But okay. it is uh, <laughs> that's great. It is, it is it is it is a fun a fun look. I'm into it. Uh, all right. Well, I'll watch for that. Uh, in the meantime, Justin, as always, stuff going on in your uh, podcastery world and content world. Why don't you tell people where they can find more? Uh, yes, you can head on over to politics, politics, politics.com. Actually here, you want to know what? Let me plug the newsletter. Okay. Free political newsletter at free political newsletter.com. Five days a week. You're going to get a political newsletter from me. And let me just say this. I know I've seen some of uh, our familiar faces here in, in, in the frog pants chat, but the best part of the newsletter beyond my, my, random takes on stuff and and just giving you a digest of five political stories from the, the 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 day that was is that we have the best 
community mm. like and this is something that we are blessed with in in so much of what we do between diamond club and frog pants it's just the best humans on the planet consume our stuff and and on the newsletter it's no different we just get uh so many awesome and hilarious comments some of them really insightful some of them really really funny uh just these great running memes if you love TMS, I feel, and and you like this segment more specifically, I feel that it is an absolute no-brainer that you're going to want to read this newsletter, Free Political Newsletter at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. That's fantastic. Check it out, everybody. Justin Robert Young, Justin R. Young on Twitter. We'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. <laughs> see, did a whole segment without riling me up. Woo! Wow. Yeah, but I can't. This this whole movie theater thing, oh, it just chaps my eye. Ah, now I'm mad again. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Justin. That worked out great. Let's uh, be done. A reminder that Boop got bumped from Monday to Tuesday. So the bumped Boop is tonight at 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. So be here for that if you would like to watch uh, live. If not, you can get the podcast after. Frogpants.com slash Boop. Me and Brian Dunaway talking small indie games today. So check it out. Um, also, uh, that Fred and Can uh, strip will go up right after the show. So watch for that at fredandcan.com, and I hope you enjoy it. And by the way, if you're like, man, I just don't remember to go check it, you don't need to. You can just sign up, speaking of newsletters, sign up for the the email version of it, and you just get it when it posts. It'll just mm-hmm. show up for you. That or subscribe to the RSS feed, which will just pop whenever you use your RSS reader. Lots of ways to get it. Go check it out. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah, all the lemons, all the squeezy. It's at uh, Fred and, fredandcan.com. Uh, that's it for the show. Another reminder that you find people at home, and uh, yes, I mean you, are responsible for us staying on the air. How? By contributing to us at patreon.com slash TMS. Please continue to do so, and for those who haven't, why, never been a better time. Hop in there right now and support us. We'd love it. It is how we keep the lights and hot water running. That's it. We're done. Brian, let's get out with a uh, song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know where I was going you there, were but, sure there, yes. Yeah, uh, Chuck Robinson wrote in and said, hey, this is for Red Fraggle 3's birthday. Isn't she awesome? And she is absolutely awesome. Happy birthday to you, uh, Red Fraggle 3. Uh, this was a request from uh, Chuck, who basically wants a cover of Mrs. Robinson. Of course I could go to the Lemonheads. That's the easiest thing to do, right? Just do the Lemonheads mm-hmm. cover. It's good. Everybody likes it. But let's do something different. How about this cover? right here that completely <laughs> hold on i gotta pull it up in a different window because right. it disappeared on me all right um it's life who did scott who's who's it by uh oh i don't know um let me oh, look i, I can okay i can pull it up i can pull it up i didn't because i i put it over here and i didn't put it over there it's life in pieces life oh, in general life That's in general why. there you go life right? in general wait Yes. Yes. Goodbye, stage. Because I listened to I listened to a dozen <laughs> I listened to a dozen versions of Mrs. Robinson today to pick this version, and uh, it's awesome. Cool. Uh, so going out a well carefully crafted cover uh, that I picked today for you, Red Fraggle Three. It's true. I really did. I really did spend time on this. Mm. This is uh, life in general. These guys are great, and it's a very different version than the Lemonheads rocker version. Still differs enough from the Simon and Garfunkel. That, um, that I think it's a lot of fun. And it comes from their album, The Lovely, Lovely Singing by Life in General. Here is Mrs. Robinson. All right. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. And for you who just had a birthday. Happy birthday. All right. <laughs> That's going to do it. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.
And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. Hey, hey, hey. For our files We'd like to help you learn To help yourselves Look around you All you see are sympathetic eyes Stroll around the grounds Until you feel at home And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson Jesus loves you more than you will know Whoa, whoa, whoa God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson Heaven holds a place for those who pray Hey, hey, hey show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com where's your badge you gotta have a badge